Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. And if you're overly concerned with your lifestyle, you can't look deeply into issues. And they, they want the best attorneys they can get hired to protect and fight for other people. An interesting webinar for, for a lot of reasons, because I think it will challenge in many respects your value systems and what you believe is important for the types of firms that you work in and, and your lifestyle within firms and, and, and a lot of those related topics. I'll do the presentation and then after the presentation, we will take, I'll take a short break and then we'll take questions. I do have a cold today. Hopefully this will be okay, but I'm sorry, I'm a little difficult to understand. Okay, so the, there's interesting, one of my favorite movies is Apocalypse Now. It's a war movie about the Vietnam War and it's the story is essentially about a group of soldiers Soldiers that travel down a river to kill a colonel that's played by Marlon Brando. It's one of his more famous roles. He's allegedly gone insane. And the movie follows Army Captain Benjamin Willard, who's played by Martin Sheen, as he leads his crew down the river to find Kurtz to kill him. And uh, the early part of the movie, when it starts, is disturbing. Uh, it's Willard's in a, on the verge of insanity himself. He's just returned from a tour of war, and he's uh, alone in a hotel room, and he's drunk, and he can't stand. And, and then he punches his fist into a mirror and cries out. Out. It's just a, it's a disturbing scene. And the gist of it is that he really wants to get back in the jungle and fight. And he can't, when he's not fighting and not part of this kind of war and this craziness, he's actually crazy. And so he needs to return to the jungle and then go to war. And war is normal and everyday life is actually intolerable. It drives him mad uh, without that input because his uh, nervous system and everything is just so jacked up. So he soon meets the crew that he's going to be traveling down the river with. And the crew's happy and fresh and uh, they're having a good time time and everybody's hunting for mangoes and just uh, everything's a nice time. But by the time they spent several days journeying down the river, soldiers that started off the tour very happy and normal have either gone insane or become very damaged or some of them are dead. And it's interesting because they kind of contrast Willard the whole time, who was crazy at the beginning when he was alone. But now that he's in this crazy situation, he looks very calm and collected and normal and rational. And, and so he's just it's very interesting, the contrast. And and so when he meets Kurtz, he quickly realized he's insane. He's been busy killing random people and littering the area with severed heads. And, and Kurtz has become a godlike figure and lords over the natives of the jungle. And, and, and he's succeeded in, in terms of getting power and that sort of thing. And then when Willard speaks to Kurtz about his behavior, Kurtz responds that one cannot have a moral judgment in wartime because of judgment that defeats us. So this I like this contrast because in many law firms, and especially especially large law firms, they, it can be akin to going to war. Find attorneys that are there, and there's a reason for that to discuss in a minute. But you, you'll find attorneys there all day on Sunday and late in the night on weekdays. And, and then even when they're out socializing at various places, they're busy working as well. I remember going to children's birthday parties and would often see attorneys literally in the middle of the party marking a brief up in on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon when I'm on airplanes. I often see attorneys working and studying. And, and for the most part, a lot of attorneys are working, especially law firm attorneys are working all the time and they're addicted to it, maybe, or work is the only normal that they understand. They're almost the soldiers that I'm talking about with Kurtz and so forth. There's some practice areas you can leave at home to some extent, which would be patent prosecution, tax, and ERISA, for example. However, in general, once you start practicing law, you're part of the fabric of something much different than the rest of the world. You're a group, you join a group of people that are never going to be the same. 
especially if you're at a very competitive firm. It, it changes you and you're just different. And, and really what that means is that you're not a group that's fighting for one side and you have to choose how hard you're going to fight. And based on how hard you're willing to fight will be the quality of firm you end up at. For a lot of attorneys, the real world is much different. They, a lot of attorneys will have issues with maintaining family relationships, marriages, being good parents, and often will go back to the, and I'm not saying this in a positive way, but find more comfort in the craziness of working very hard in a law firm. And then they may fit, feel a lot of their personal and family relationships, and which is unfortunate, but it, it, that's what feels normal to them. And, and, and they really need, in order to feel comfortable and normal, they need to work. They, if they're not engaged, they feel like they're doing something wrong. Uh, the culture of the firm may also reinforce that. And, and spending time with their children or families feels less normal to a lot of them than maybe sitting in an office alone working on something. Even recreational activities are often abnormal. And work is safe because if you're billing hours, you're safe at work and you're making progress and, and this makes you feel safe in your firm and okay. And if you take your eye off the ball and stop working, you won't be safe. You, know, you might miss something or forget to do something and then and then you could be in trouble very quickly. And it's almost like being in war because if you make one screw up, one mistake, lots of people could be hurt, including your clients and your fellow attorneys. Again, many attorneys have a lot of problems with their social lives and, and their, their home lives and their and because of the stress of the work, they don't all have it, uh, but certainly probably not even substantial majority of them have it, uh, but uh, I would say far more than 50%. And I would say at the largest firms, I think those, those numbers are even higher. And, and that's because essentially in, in a very serious war. They're fighting with opposing counsel. They have to report to multiple clients and judges. They're judged harshly by their coworkers and superiors. And, and they're often evaluated only based on the number of hours they bill, collections and so forth. And, and these pressures can build. And a lot of attorneys are very become quite paranoid and on edge in order to maintain all this. And and they bring this to their families. Hey, this, this mentality that you need to be a good lawyer in a law firm doesn't stop the second you walk away from the firm. It uh, just goes on when you go home and so forth. And attorneys know that there's some dangers of losing their jobs. If they don't speak and are bringing business. And they may also be, they have to do, they're pretty much, excuse me, they're responsible all the time for things. And this can have a big impact on the attorney's career. Again, like in many aspects, going to work in a law firm, akin to going to war, you either accept it's your job and embrace it or you reject it. And, and if you're going to be a warrior, you need to really embrace this role completely. And this is what partners in the largest law firms do. It's what you have to do. You can't decide to go to war and only fight 50%. If you do this, you will die and you will fail. People that aren't engaged in anything don't do well. You can't be a, an athlete uh, and only give 50% effort. You can't be an attorney and expect to succeed if you only give 50% effort or not your best effort. Um, and especially when you're fighting opposing counsel about any issue or in a transaction, you're going to lose if you aren't on top of things. Um, and there's lots of, it's, it's almost can be akin to thinking about like children in a playground. 
And what happens is there's ones that are very strong and there's one and push other kids around and there's ones that aren't and get taken advantage of. And it's the same thing in the legal profession. There's law and there are law firms where things like lifestyle are emphasized over winning. Now, I'm, this is what we're talking about today are lifestyle firms. And, and I want just to make everyone aware that if something really legitimately is a lifestyle firm, then where things like lifestyle are emphasized over winning or being the best attorney that these types of firms rarely hold on to clients very long and often they peter out and die. It's You can't run a very good firm based on saying things like, oh, we all went to good law schools and therefore we must be great, but then not work really good hours or really dedicate yourself to your clients and have everyone around you engaged. You can't hire people to only give 50% effort and expect the law firm to do well. In the law firms, the law of the jungle applies and in the weak don't do not survive. I understand that a lot of people, and it's very common, by the way, I talk to attorneys all the time that want to go to work in lifestyle firms. But if you were a client looking for an attorney or deciding whether to keep an attorney, would you want one that gave 50% effort and did not take your stuff seriously and that said, I don't work on Fridays, whatever? Or would you want one that believed in your case, you faced was, was the most essential thing in the world and like the most important thing? in the world when they took on your matters and they, they treated it like that. And there, there are lifestyle firms out there. There's several of them that call themselves lifestyle firms. But typically, if something is a lifestyle firm today, it either probably won't be a lifestyle firm five or 10 years from now. The reason is because most of them that are true lifestyle firms end up going out of business because they don't, they're not providing the type of service that the clients want or if they don't go out of business, they change from being lifestyle firms to becoming something very different, which I'll discuss today. And then just think about what you would want if you had a business or you were in trouble and what type of attorney you would want to hire. You would want somebody that was on the winning side of things. And it's interesting for me because I've I've hired lots of attorneys to work for me personally and our companies. And and really, the quality and the dedication of the attorney is very meaningful. It's people that are engaged and, and really tuned in are much different types of attorneys than than the ones that aren't. And so you, you need to realize that if you're going to succeed, that if the law firm you're in is going to succeed, that being in a demanding law firm, like in terms of the quality of work and, and not just the hours, but the quality of work that they expect, is going to determine the clients that win and look at the clients that get the best service. And the clients who get the best service are going to give more work to the firm. In transactions, whether it's litigation or transactions, that the attorneys, the best ones, are really don't miss things. They think they put an extra effort and they do well and, and they work very hard to do the best quality work. And for companies, the stakes can be huge. It could be billions of dollars. And unless their attorneys have a high level of commitment, the clients, the clients will, or unless the attorneys have a high level of commitment, the clients won't get good results. And, and so this idea of wanting a lifestyle firm, and again, I'm going to talk about lifestyle firms, and I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with lifestyle firms, but you have to understand if you want to go to work for a lifestyle firm, and this is your goal, that you have to question how is that firm going to stay in business doing things based on lifestyle, because that doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and so you really need to think about that. These pressure cooker atmospheres, these, these hard, lots of hours and, and expecting hard work and things, you end up creating better attorneys most of the time. It's not, there are limits to it. I don't think that people should have to pull all-nighters and, and that sort of thing. But for the most part, a level of commitment that, that your firm expects and it will make you a better attorney and, and will make the clients like you better and want, want to work with you. 
And so typically, let's talk, I'll talk a little bit about lifestyle firms. They're typically started by people who spin off from another law firm. They may have gone to good law schools or been in another firm, and but they typically will spin off from their from another law firm because they want to make more money, or they'll say they want a few rules and different management, or they weren't a partner in the, whatever firm they were in, or they really believe that they can run a lifestyle firm. In most instances, attorneys that spin off and do start their own firm, in my experience, just were not were either wanting to make more money, or they they didn't like being accountable to other people, or they really did want to have more control over their time and so forth. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do, and one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only lists jobs that companies pay to post. We include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. But really, in terms of a lifestyle firm, you really can't have much stability working for them. So I'll talk a little bit about that right now. So the first thing is lifestyle firms generally never stay lifestyle firms. And there's two reasons. The first has to do with using lifestyle as a recruiting tool. I've watched lots of law firms over the years start and go away. And in new law firms, especially spinoffs of good law firms, will often tell you that they're going to provide a really good lifestyle. And so they will say we're a lifestyle firm. The idea is that when they say they're a lifestyle firm, they'll be able to hire people from major law firms with good backgrounds at a lower salary. And and then when they talk about work-life balance and how we think that's very important and things, then the attorneys are often very interested in that. It works. And attorneys that are at major law firms or big law firms where there's a lot of demands on their time will often jump at the chance to work in law firms that promise fewer hours and less pressure and so forth. But it's generally just a recruiting tool and it never lasts. What happens is no different than any other firm. The people that work the hardest and do the best work are given the most work. Then pretty soon, those people are working just as many hours for less money. So most of the time, not all the time, but the majority of the time, when I say the majority, over 80%, if you go to work at a firm that calls itself a lifestyle firm, then a couple things will happen. But one, one thing is generally you will get busy. And when you do get busy, um, your hours will still be high. Uh, you, there's still demands from clients. There's still the law firm is still there to make money. And, and so you'll still get as much work. Many times these attorneys will be upset. They'll tell the management that they came there because they thought it was a lifestyle firm. But, but then what happens is then the other undercompensated attorneys that are working in all these hours will start leaving. And then when they start leaving, the law firm may realize that needs to raise salaries now because people are leaving saying that there's high billable hours and they're and we're making less money. So then the law firms start putting the minimum billable hour requirements. And then with these minimums in place, uh, the firm's no longer a lifestyle firm. And then it starts talking about how they have really good camaraderie and 
upward mobility opportunities compared to big firms and that sort of thing. So it's all these things that I'm talking about, by the way, have been going on for 30 plus years or probably longer than that. I've just watched it over and over again. It's the same thing. Like firm calls itself a lifestyle firm. It generally stops being a lifestyle firm. And then in order to stay competitive, we'll raise its salaries and, and then billable hour requirements. And so um, most lifestyle firms never stay lifestyle firms. The second problem with lifestyle firms is that the whole idea of a lifestyle law firm really ignores the reality of practicing law. So except for just a few practice areas, then again, a tax, patent, ERISA and some others, most legal work, work does require periods where attorneys need to work extremely hard and often for extended periods of time. So in a transaction, no detail is insignificant. And same thing in litigation, attorneys need to be focused and committed. And this often means working very long hours and without a high level of commitment from its members. Law firms often have a very difficult time surviving because they need to provide good results to clients. And, and if they're not wholly focused on these matters and working hard, they're likely to end up getting the short end of the stick and, and their clients and harming them and just not getting repeat business from those clients. And so to stay in business or remain competitive, a law firm with a lifestyle then generally has to get into a position where they need more business light and less lifestyle oriented. And so they will convert to that. Some law firms make this transition to become competitive, survive, but not all do. A lot of billable hours and, and pressures are, are typical at a law firm for a reason because attorneys need to win matters for their clients. And winning could be just making sure you do a good job in the transaction or in litigation, winning. And it often requires a lot of hours. When you think about working in a lifestyle firm, it's undoubtedly something that a lot of people aspire to, but it's not really something that I believe can ever work in the long term and usually doesn't, especially in large competitive markets where there are a lot of people competing as hard as possible to do the best job for the clients. And that means that there's other firms competing to get their work. There's all sorts of things going on and clients are all surrounded by attorneys who want their business. And and, and what happens is clients will meet with other law firms, whether or not other shopping or not, but they'll always be encountering other attorneys and law firms. And those clients may talk about their legal matters a little bit, and then they'll give the law firm, the client, the impression that their attorneys are doing something wrong or they're making mistakes. Or And so if you're not completely engaged and tuned in, that can be a problem. And in, again, in smaller towns and things, it doesn't necessarily matter as much. But once you get into larger markets, it's extremely competitive and almost impossible for most law firms to remain lifestyle firms and for very long. And then another thing to keep in mind is lifestyle firms never stay in business very long. When I was considering laterally to to a law firm early in my career, I interviewed with a genuine lifestyle firm. It was an offshoot of, uh, I think, Melvinie Myers and the partners and others I met told me how they were trying to run a lifestyle firm in Los Angeles. And they paid maybe a little over half the salary of a normal law firm in Los Angeles at the time. And I uh, couldn't believe it when I was interviewing people in the firm and they were saying things like there's nothing that cannot wait until Monday and it needs to take you away from your family on the weekend. And, and I was stunned. And these people were serious and they were in pretty nice offices in Century City. And I had no idea how a firm like this could stay in business. And it didn't. A few years later, I read about a, a several partners in the law firm who made a catastrophic error in a transaction and lost a malpractice verdict of over $50 million dollars. And which is not good. And the firm was forced to close its doors. Then I went and they had done some work for me on a trust in the states or wills, documents or something. And 
And I had an attorney look at it later and they said it was just some of the most basic errors that you could possibly make. Were just, it was just horrible. And these were people that I thought were very good attorneys. And so it may have been an excellent lifestyle firm, but it did poor work. And because of its lifestyle, it paid the price. And, and its attorneys disbanded and a lot of them became solo practitioners and working on contract for other firms and things. And, and I see this again and again with lifestyle firms. So I want you to really realize that going to a firm that calls itself a lifestyle firm isn't always the safest thing to do. Being an attorney is like fighting a war. If you go to people that are fighting hard and given that they're all constantly, you're going to end up getting killed. And there's just too many pressures around you to ever take it easy. Even if a lifestyle firm doesn't make these huge catastrophic errors, they're going to likely have issues attracting us and then holding on to clients and paying salaries and keeping up with expenses. And nothing is more common than these firms just closing up because the business stops. I, I see these firms, they open just in LA, but they, they in New York and other markets, they open several times a year, good ones where people will spin off of a, a major law firm in the city and then they'll open these lifestyle firms. And most of them don't make it, unfortunately. The ones that call themselves and really legitimately are lifestyle firms. The idea of getting together a bunch of people that aren't committed to practicing law and not committing is insane. Just think about that. You're getting, you're going to, you're going to join with a bunch of people that aren't committed to practicing law and start a firm together. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And a lot of times these firms will have very few client relationships or maybe just one. And sometimes these attorneys will be able to take one or two clients with them when they leave and they break off from a large firm and take the client with them. And it often works for some time, but how, once the law firm becomes over, they depend on work from the client. Um, what tends to happen is they may uh, initially price the work at a lower rate to bring over the client. They'll always get greedy and try to increase the rate. Not always, but most of the time. And then the client will be like mad about that. And then the quality of the work will slip and it'll be below what they were receiving when they were paying a higher, high rate at the, the firm they were at. And then they may lose the client. This happens a lot. Only if the client realizes that it turns over the dependent on them, they may start not negotiating the bills downward and that can hurt. And then one client firms and even a few client firms often go out of business. And when the business stops, I see this one all the time too. I see it quite often. And it stops because the lifestyle firms aren't hungry enough to keep the business coming. But another thing to understand is there are certain areas of the country that have more lifestyle firms than others. There, there are areas outside of major cities where uh, outside of major cities where, you know, where many clients are competing for business. So example here is uh, order a pizza, a pizza store. And if you order pizza in a small town, you'll get it like in an hour or so cold and tasting like cardboard. They don't care. There's no competition and no one else is going to do the work of operating a pizza restaurant there. The same sort of thing happens in small towns and smaller markets. There's not a lot of competition. The, the attorneys can do what they want. And you can find these types of firms, and there are lots of them, and that and that's a that is a legitimately a lifestyle firm. But the attributes, the lifestyle attributes of practicing law, quickly fade away when you get into larger market. The one one example that's funny is if you're in New York, you can order food from pretty much every country in, on earth anytime and during any time of day or night delivered to your apartment in 10 minutes or 15 minutes and, and there's so much competition and, and people are working because it's a larger market so people expect more dedication they expect better service and, and people are competitive and businesses want to do better than other businesses so they can track other people other clients and the best firms in every area 
are generally not lifestyle firms. They, they're there and they work hard. And again, in most areas of the country have hardworking attorneys and who demand high quality work from each other and their subordinates. And, and more often, attorneys in smaller cities will often make dramatically less money than those in larger cities. The work they do is less critical and they'll have different experience practicing law than attorneys in major cities. And when I was just out of law school, I clerked for a federal judge in a, not a, a relatively small town in Michigan, not that small, but and attorneys from New York and Los Angeles and other major cities would always come to the court. And you could tell they thought they were much better than local counsel. And I even heard, I was in the hall one day and I heard one of them pretending to talk like a country accent when discussing local counsel in the hall one day. And, and there's just unspoken rules in the legal community that the best and most challenging work goes to attorneys in large cities. I was reading recently an autobiography, I think, of Michael Dell, and he was talking about how he was doing selling a company or raising money or something. I don't know what he was doing, but but he was going to New York and he was using, I think, Wachtell and and he wasn't using company law firm. There's a lot of really good law firms in Texas where he's from, but he wasn't using them. He was going to the best law firm he could find in New York, which for what he's doing. So that's how it is with most things. If you have a very significant legal matter, in most cases, it's going to the largest firms in the largest cities. So if General Motors has an issue, it's not going to usually hire a very serious issue. It's not going to hire a big Detroit firm. It's going to hire one in Chicago or one in LA or New York or something. And, and so typically the most important work goes to attorneys in large cities and competitive firms. And in other cases, law firms in less urban areas may have local clients they consistently transactions for, and they may have a good stable of work that doesn't require them to kill themselves with every transaction. But even in smaller markets, the ones with the best reputations are most often those that work the hardest. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.